Hello, hello, beautifuls. So in today's podcast episode, I'm going to talk about how to hire and onboard your first social media virtual assistant and how to avoid spending hours training, creating step-by-step guides and SOPs and having to resort to hiring a marketing agency. So first things first, uh, let's talk about knowing when you're ready to hire a social media virtual assistant in your online coaching or consulting business and what steps to have in order so that you can make that hiring and onboarding process super simple and super easy. So I would say about four months ago, actually, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's been about four months ago, um, I, is it four or five months? Four months ago, yeah. Um, I hired a social media manager. So I hired a social media virtual assistant manager in my business um, because I got to a point in my business where, yes, I was good at writing. Yes, I was good at creating social media posts. But what I noticed is there was a lot of time I was wasting in that area that I could have been focusing on other areas of my business. So social media um, was taking up a lot of time in my business and it was something that I could easily delegate and easily have somebody else handle in my business. And when you have like really strong um, systems in place and you have like signature content, which is what I'm gonna talk about now, you could easily have somebody repurpose that content across all your channels. So how do you know when you're ready to hire a social media manager in your business? Um, First off, I think this is one of the, if you're a coach consultant, social media, paid advertising, Facebook, YouTube, all of that stuff, um, especially in the digital age and in the world we live in with COVID, Um, a lot of your lead generation and clients are going to come from online. And one of the easiest ways to get clients online is organically. It's through social media. And if that's the case, then social media is an area of your business for a lot of coaches and consultants where you want to focus your energy on. Um, And so... When it comes down to that, um, to know that if you're ready to hire a social media manager, social media virtual assistant um, as like one of your first hires in your business, um, as somebody who's going to take on that role, is you want to at least have some content already on your social media channels. You want to at least have like that framework. If you are just starting out you're still getting a feel for your niche. You're still getting a feel for like what your message is. You're still getting a feel for your brand. Um, I would actually encourage you to spend a little bit more time like really cultivating your message first and getting clear on what it is, who, who you are, who, who you serve, and what's your big mission here on earth. It doesn't have to take like months, <laughs> um, but I would reflect on that first um, just because You want to be super clear when you are delegating that to somebody else um, because they're going to ask you those same questions. They're going to ask you like, 
who's your ideal client, you know, who do you serve and, you know, what's, what's our objective here? What's our focus here? Um, so it's just going to be a easier onboarding process if you're very clear around your own brand and it doesn't have to, like I said, be this big process. You could just really reflect on what that is, um, get comfortable with creating your own content for a little while. And then it's going to be so much easier when you go to onboard a social media manager who can repurpose your content. So if you are a newer entrepreneur, what I would highly suggest and what would be really supportive for you is to learn how to create content that's going to um, be evergreen. So what do I mean by evergreen? Evergreen is content that you can use over and over and over again, no matter what time of year of it, year it is, no what, matter what time of day it is, uh, no matter the season. There's certain content pieces in your social media archive right now that you could easily repurpose. It's not date specific. You didn't say yesterday I ate a banana. Right? Um, it's probably more along the lines of how to um, start your own mindset routine. That's something you can talk about five years from now. That's something you could talk about tomorrow. That's something that you could even talk about 50 years from now. It's still going to be relevant. So when you are preparing to hire somebody out to run your social media channel, what I would recommend is to um, focus on creating content that's a bit evergreen for like a couple of weeks to a month, just so you have a really nice batch that you can start them off with. So what do I mean by that? Um, there's, when you have two pieces of content, right, you want to make sure your content, the majority of your content is evergreen, aka it can be posted whenever. You want to make sure your content speaks to your ideal client so it solves their problems and it speaks to their needs and desires. And you want to make sure that your content also shows off your personality. So where you're sharing your stories, you're sharing your personal life, you're giving like kind of behind the scenes on what it's like to experience being around you. Um, so there's two types of content you want to have in your little, you know, <laughs> repurposed content arsenal that we're creating first, which is going to be your personality content, content that shows your story, creates a no like trust factor, and then your authority building content, which would be more like how to content, like how to do something. Uh, it solves more of the problems of your ideal client. And it really helps them uh, see you as the authority, as the expert in your space. So what I would do, um, and this is what I did uh, before I hired my social media manager, is I started collecting evergreen content pieces and started getting really intentional around writing content pieces that she could start with, with repurposing. So I believe I did it for about a month, but you could do it for a couple weeks. You could do it for a month, whatever feels right for you. And how I did this was I grabbed a sheet of paper and I wrote 30, I, I wrote one through 30, right? That equals a month. And then I asked myself these questions. I asked myself, what is my ideal client's biggest pain point? My ideal client is spiritual life coaches. 
So my ideal client are mindset coaches, health coaches, dating coaches, uh, coaches that are helping people make their lives better. So my question was, what are their problems? Like, if that's my ideal client, what are some things that they're struggling with when it comes to their marketing? And I just started writing those things down. I started writing down questions that common questions that I typically get from my audience. And if you're not sure what your audience wants, or if you're not sure um, what they're even interested in, pull your audience. Um, feel free to hop on Instagram stories or hop on Facebook stories or, you know, create an Instagram post and ask your audience, you know, what are their questions around the topic that you're teaching? If you are a mindset coach and you teach law of attraction strategies, ask your audience, like, what are some of their biggest struggles around law of attraction? If you are a dating coach, ask your audience, what are your biggest struggles around dating? If you are a... (laughs) health coach, ask your audience, what are your biggest struggles around getting healthy? Um, Or what are your biggest struggles around exercising? You know, if you're more specific in that area. And that's going to give you so many ideas that you could flood that list of one through 30 with, right? Um, And then you could ask yourself, what are some of my ideal clients goals, right? Why do they want to get healthy? Why do they want to manifest? Why do they want to, um, you know, find their soulmate? And then you could uh, put those little prompts and those little questions there as well. So maybe they might want to find their soulmate because they imagine, you know, this beautiful, happy family that living in a beautiful beach mansion on the, you know, on the beach or a beautiful beach home and just cuddling up with their partner and having all their cute kids like running around. And that's just a beautiful dream lifestyle that they imagine for themselves. So you might want to describe that in one of your posts as well. So you have this mixture of their pain points, you have a mixture of their desires and their goals. And so you write these out like content prompts. So these um, questions that you write out one through 30, this helps you easily create content that your audience is going to love, like absolutely love because it speaks to their specific needs and desires. And so it also makes it easy for you to create content because now um, you're being very specific. So say like, for example, content prompt number one, I put down, um, you know, how to go viral on Instagram without using hashtags, right? That happened for one of my clients. Uh, She went viral and had 1.5 million views and she never used a hashtag what did we do? We did PR instead. (laughs) And then I talk about like how she did that. Um, So I can easily do a Facebook live on that. I could easily write a blog post on that. I can easily um, create a social media post on that, whichever. And so step number two is what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you ask yourself, what type of content do you jive with and you enjoy creating the most? Do you like filming YouTube videos? Do you like doing Facebook Lives? Do you like writing blog posts? Do you like 
writing um, social media posts? Do you like doing podcast episodes like this where you just speak into a mic and it's audio? That's the question you want to ask yourself next. So if step one is creating your content prompt list of like all the pain points and desires your ideal client has, and we could even go a step back. The intro, your intro is getting clear on your brand, who you are, who you serve, and what's your big mission, aka you got to know who your ideal client is, you got to know who you're serving, you got to know like what you're teaching, right? You got to know what's your mission, what's your purpose, And then step two is, you know, now that you know who your client is, you can more specifically speak to their pains and desires. So you create a a list of 30 items, 30 content prompts. Step three is, (laughs) is asking yourself what type of client, uh, what type of content do I enjoy creating? Is it audio? Is it video? Is it written? And then step four is go back to that list of content prompts and start creating content in the format you like creating it the most. And it doesn't have to be this big to do. You don't have to have it all set already. But when you go to hire for a virtual assistant, you're going to hire for a virtual assistant social media manager. You're going to hire for somebody who's going to repurpose that content and is going to repurpose all your previous content that you already have on your social media channels. So where a lot of people get overwhelmed when they're hiring for a social media manager is they think they have to do all these steps before they hire. And they think that it's gonna be this big to do and this big overwhelming thing. And what I wanna encourage you is it doesn't have to be because you already have repurposable content that you've already published. So on your Instagram feed, you can tell your social media manager to scroll through your Instagram feed and repurpose from that content. You could tell your social media manager to go to your podcast episodes, previous podcast episodes and repurpose from that content. You could tell your social media manager to go to your YouTube channel and repurpose from that content, right? And so what's awesome about all of this is you don't really have to do a lot of upfront work uh, for them to get started. What I was teaching with you right now with the content prompts is how to get the most bang for your buck, um, with very targeted content. So if you weren't doing that before in your content strategy, if you were just like posting whatever, and you weren't sure if it was going to actually be attracting clients, what I just taught you right now, um, moving forward is going to help you have a stronger content strategy so that when your social media manager goes to repurpose your content, it's going to give you the most bang for your buck and the most ROI in return on your content. Awesomeness, <laughs> which is total awesomeness. So, um, you're creating the content, uh, off of the content prompts in the type of medium of content you enjoy creating the most. When you go to hire and onboard, so something we teach in Industry Breaker. So Industry Breaker is my spiritual marketing membership. I help you create and market your spiritual thought leader business so you can reach the masses. So I help you create your automated systems, your automated sales systems. I also help you with 
getting more visibility and traction so you can show up as the influential spiritual thought leader you were born to be. So if you've ever wanted to be a keynote speaker, if you've ever wanted to be featured in Forbes, Mind Body Green, Mantra Magazine, if you ever wanted to write a book and get a traditional book deal, all of my clients, my private clients have experienced that. And I teach those strategies in Industry Breakers. So if you're interested, let me know. I'll send you the link. Awesome. <laughs> Alrighty. So um, this is something that we're actually creating a Trello board and a step-by-step course in right now in Industry, industry Breaker for the members. So everything that I'm teaching in this podcast training right now, I have a step-by-step course with a Trello board, with all the templates that all you have to do is copy paste and everything is all set for you. Everything is all set for you for hiring and onboarding the social media manager. So next step (laughs) when it comes to it, the actual hiring and onboarding. So I have a Trello board um, that we're building out uh, in template form for our members. And essentially it has all the pieces you would need to throw a social media manager in there or to put a social media virtual assistant in there. It's all set up, all organized. Um, Why I love Trello. (laughs) So I love ClickUp, I love Asana. I use those for different things. Trello is just so easy and if you are just using it for social media management, it's phenomenal um, because you can just visually see so many aspects and tasks all at one go. Um, And what I've noticed um, that really helped with onboarding my social media manager is um, I set up a Trello board that has a general information column. It has a what is it? Uh, a queue column, uh, in progress column. It has a block stalled column and it has a complete column. And this just helps me at a glance really track where we're at on certain tasks in the business. And it also helps, um, keep my social media manager organized with different tasks. So things aren't getting lost in Voxer. So when I hired my social media manager, I set up the Trello and I set up Voxer. Voxer is a walkie-talkie app where it makes it really easy to walkie-talkie with your VA social media manager. And um, because sometimes like things get misconstrued via text or it's hard to communicate uh, certain tasks via text. So it's really nice to just walkie-talkie real quick and to... um, really uh, like make it easy for whatever new tasks you're describing. So, and it's easy where she can like reach me easily um, and I can help her if she, she runs into anything. So I set up Trello, I set up Voxer and in the general informations column, Uh, and there's so much more that gets explained (laughs) in industry breaker, but I'm just giving you a quick overview, but in the general informations column, I have, um, logins and social media URLs. 
So one of the biggest hangups whenever you're onboarding a new employee, a new contractor, a new freelancer, a new social media manager, a new virtual assistant, whichever, is logins. So I like to test my logins before I send them over to um, a VA um, so that we're not having this back and forth of they can't get in or vice versa. And um, I like to make sure that they can log in so that if there's a verification code that gets sent my way, I can easily quickly send them the verification code back so that they're all logged in, set, and ready to go. So when you're hiring and onboarding somebody, you want to make sure that it's very easy for them to get in (laughs) and get into your Facebook, get into your Instagram, get in um, without having to go through a whole spiel of like login issues. So I like to keep all the social media logins that they need for the role in that little general information card so that they can easily access it. Uh, You can use like LastPass as well. That's a good one too. Um, Whichever, I would link it up in the Trello board so they, it's all, use the general information board as a dashboard for them um, so that they're not having to like look all over the place just to get to the most important resources that they need to do the job effectively. You want to set your team members, your freelancers up for success always. So I have that. And then I also created a Canva quotes template. So I use quotes graphics on my Instagram. So I created a template where all she has to do is just change the text and it's done. It's easy. So you want to think of some sort of template when it comes to your pictures or your quotes or your Instagram or your social media posts that make it really easy for your social media VA or social media manager to just replace it (laughs) and to just like, you know, change some of the text real quick, download it and it's done. Um, So I link up that Canva template in there. I also have a Google folder linked up with all my photos. So anytime I have a professional photo shoot, anytime I take some really good photos on my iPhone, I throw all those photos in there so that she can mix and match those photos easily. Um, And she always has more photos that she can pull from. Um, And then whenever... Uh, you know, there's new photos that I throw up on social or whichever. She could just grab those photos, throw them in the folder, and it's all organized and super easy to go. So the Canva template and the photos folder handle all the images in one go. So you're not having to uh, do those extra steps. And then um, I also have a document with the highest performing posts. So um, what I have her do is if she notices a post that has super high engagement, a post that um, people are really responding to, we grab the link for that post or we copy paste it and throw it in a Google Doc. Those are our highest performing posts and it helps us recognize what type of content we need to really lean into creating to grow the different channels across um, my brand and across my business. And say like if it's a really busy week or she wants 
to like take a break for the week and just schedule content out, she could always go back to the highest performing posts and repost those posts uh, for the week or for the month or whichever, right? And it just makes the whole content creation process just so much simpler, so much easier. And then in terms of um, actually repurposing content, um, what she does is I love creating podcast episodes. So I love creating like episodes like this where I just riff and teach <laughs> and, and, and really just help you guys, you all get like a really good result. And she will grab a Google Doc. She'll open up a new Google Doc. Um, she'll listen to this podcast episode and she'll take notes like it's in a lecture hall. She'll take notes. She might um, increase the speed to get through it faster and she'll take notes. So she'll pull out any stories I share. So if I share an example, she'll pull that out as a potential story post. If I say something that's quotable or quote worthy, she writes, she takes notes on that, grabs it. Um, if I do something teachable like this, she'll take notes and like bullet point it out for like checklist posts or how to posts. Um, and she'll just pull out, um, different phrases I say for like audiograms that do really well, um, on my Instagram. And what ends up happening is she has this full Google doc of all this potential content off of one podcast episode. So say like if you're doing Facebook Lives or YouTube, it's the same thing. You pull up the Google Doc and then you have all this content. And in terms of written, it's even easier because you can pull up a blog post or you can pull up a really long social media post and just like pull out the quotables, pull out the stories, pull out the how-to posts and just repurpose that across different channels. Like make sure that it look slightly different on Instagram versus Facebook, change the photos, you know, you might do a quote image for one or you might do a photo for another. And that's a quick, fast, easy way um, for your social media manager or VA to uh, onboard and to take on uh, repurposing all your social media content across multiple channels without it being this really big process. And it simplifies on your end because you could create, for me, I do two podcast episodes a week so that she has plenty of content to pull from and repurpose on Instagram, Facebook, and my email list. Um, But you could do one to two YouTube videos a week. You could do one to two Facebook lives a week, depending on the length of it. You could do one to two blog posts a week. You could do like three to four social media posts a week, whatever is the frequency and whatever is enough for your social media manager to pull from for repurposing content. So it ends up being this really simple, easy process um, that you don't really have to have a lot set up for. Um, When you join Industry Breaker, all of this is like built out for you. So it's just like copy paste at that point. And um, in terms of the course that we're creating in, it's way more detailed than what I shared on this podcast episode. If I shared everything, like we'd be here for like 24 hours. <laughs> um, it just would be like a lot, but uh, in a, a really good way. Um, because there's just like different like details and 
nuances that just make it easier. So, but essentially that's how you would be able to hire and onboard um, your VA or your social media manager without spending all this time creating step-by-step guides. So in terms of actually hiring so that it's an easier process for you, you do want to hire for somebody that has copywriting skills and has a general marketing understanding. So uh, type of questions that you want to ask when you're hiring for somebody is you want to get an example of their work. So you want to see their portfolio, see like what they've done before. You want to see if it's a good mesh for you. And you want to make sure that they have basic tech skills. So what do I mean by that? Like they should know how to create a post on Facebook. They should know how to create a post on Instagram. They should know how to upload an IGTV. They should know how to create an IG story. They should know how to create an IG reel. They should know how to create different posts across different channels. They should also have like an ear um, for marketing when they are taking notes on your content pieces and repurposing it where they could see what's something quotable, what's something that your audience would be interested in, what's something um, that would would be good. And uh, something that I have in the course that we're creating for Industry Breaker is I have um, different formats that your VA social media manager can plug and play. So say like, for example, um, like I show you how to brand your posts uh, with emojis and how to line break it and make it look really good on social media and what styles of posts fit different platforms. Because how you're going to create a post on Instagram is going to be different than how you create it on Twitter. It's going to be different than how you create it for email. And it's going to be different for how you create it for Facebook. So knowing the different platforms and knowing what styles of posts work on each platform, we already have that in uh, getting created in Industry Breaker. But that's something you would want your VA to be aware of. Like you want them to know that there's like a character limit on Twitter. You want them to know that there is a character limit on Instagram. Um, Character limit on Facebook, but it's really long (laughs) character limit, right? Uh, You're going to do a different call to action on your email list than you're going to do on Instagram. So these are just different things that... um, when you're hiring for a social media manager VA that they need to be knowledgeable on um, because that's just going to save you so much time in terms of training and in terms of onboarding where you're not having to resort to a marketing agency because you're getting frustrated or because you're having to retrain, retrain, retrain because there's not basic tech understanding or basic social media understanding. So when you are hiring for somebody, you want to make sure that they have at least the basics. They don't have to be an expert in it. They don't have to be, you know, the star digital marketing strategist, but they do need to understand the basics enough so that they can repurpose your content in a way that makes sense on different channels. And they do need to understand what works on Instagram versus what works on Facebook or Twitter or TikTok. It's going to be different, you know, Um, and that's going to help you so much when you're onboarding and it's just going to make it such 
a more streamless system for you. And with the Trello board um, that I created for Industry Breaker, it's just copy paste and you have the Trello board all set up. So then when you hire them and bring them on board, they're, they're in their own social media dashboard um, and everything is just set up for them to start rocking and rolling right away. So if you have any other questions and you're like, Amanda, I have so many questions that got sparked from this or Amanda, like, where do you find awesome VAs or Amanda? Like, where should I look for, um, this person or Amanda, how, how do I set this up or how do I get started? Um, definitely reach out to me. I'm going to drop a link to industry breaker in the show notes, and that'll give you more information on how to join, uh, my spiritual marketing membership, how to get signed up and, um, really get a lot of bang for your buck and grow your online business in a really awesome high vibe way. So love you all. Uh, if you love this episode, feel free to share it with a friend. Feel free to write an awesome review uh, for us. The reviews help more people find out about this podcast and all the awesome resources that you get. <laughs> so would really appreciate that as well. And as always, you can uh, connect with me on Instagram at inspire me, Amanda. I share a lot of awesome tips on there. Um, my awesome, amazing social media manager repurposes these podcast episodes and little tidbits onto Instagram over there. Um, and it's a really fun high vibe community as well. So sending you all lots and lots of love. See y'all.